This is Jeff Kelman of Solid K9 Trading. And I'm also streaming on Instagram. So I'm going to be looking all over the place. Hey, Damn, how many screens I got to look at hey, here? Hey, Instagram, how are you? <laughs> Just going to look at this screen right here. And then, and then questions on here. Questions too. right there. Hope everyone's doing okay. Instagram, we might be a little bit slow with your questions, but we're going to get to them. But uh, this is the first time we're streaming live on Instagram. We've had Instagram for a long time. But hey, everybody on Rumble on facebook on youtube and on instagram how are you this is jeff Calvin of solid canine training and the lovely joelle and this is the what would jeff do show and it's a q a show and we're on every wednesday and friday um from 7 p.m eastern standard time um wednesday and friday and don't forget i've got a morning show it's on every monday through friday this morning i couldn't get to one but don't worry i'll make it up for you tomorrow on my normal day i mean it's uh that's at 8 a.m eastern standard time and that's the wake the fuck up with jeff show this show though it's a q a show so you will type in your question and you all will read it and i will answer it and most questions unfortunately i only answer in about 15 seconds or less but most questions actually need a minimum of a one-on-one um ideally you would do a boarding train but believe it or not a lot of our online courses could dramatically help you and i am going to take about talk about um our one specific online course that we're doing right now green to graduate two which also coincides with green to graduate one and the incredible progress you can make and also i've got a little public service announcement a little bit psa out there for everybody to start um paying attention to um you'll hear me often talk about the word punishment punishment is not abuse it's the farthest thing from abuse anybody that thinks it's abuse um has no idea what they're talking about and they also actually don't know what abuse actually is um it's got uh, uh people have got to stop you know using the opposite of a reward as abusive so this is what we're going to do you're going to ask a question. It's most likely going to be around the guise of, you know, Jeff, how do I stop, you know, insert, you know, whatever, you know, it is here. And that's usually a, an unwanted behavior. And with that comes from you apply a punisher to, to instill an inhibitor to um, stop an unwanted behavior. 95% of what we do, believe it or not, is reward-based training. We actually use food. We use rewards. And, um, but, their dog's always doing something wrong and you can't stop your dog from doing that wrong thing by just training a bunch of right things. Obviously it's a given you're going to train the right things, but it's all part of raising a dog. And if you can't handle that, don't get a dog. All right. So everybody on rumble, are you ready to go? We all set on Facebook, Instagram, we all set. Let's go to some Instagram questions so we don't get lost right in the, in the mix right there. Um, I think that was the first one where you just know. Kath says, hi, Jeff. Hi, how are you? It's like down right there. Yeah, right there. Um, Angelia says, how do you fix dog aggression due to anxiety? Do you have any recommendations for trainers in the Bay Area? So I don't have any recommendations. First of all, let's get rid of due to anxiety. Let's just call it dog aggression. How do you know, you, how do you know the dog's aggressive because of the anxiety? Your dog might just be so what you need to do is you need to take away the the word anxiety and just admit it your dog's aggressive now i don't know of any trainers in the bay area but i'm sure there are some i just don't know any one that i can refer to because i only refer to people that actually know their body of work and i would recommend their body of work but will i what i will say is you can start by doing a one-on-one with me and i'm not saying it because i want you know the money I'm saying it because I can probably actually dramatically help you between online courses and one-on-one consults dramatically. But what I want you to do mentally, though, is 
stop saying my dog is aggressive due to anxiety because you know what? We work with a lot of anxious dogs and they're not aggressive. And we work with a lot of aggressive dogs and they're not anxious. So let's separate those two things out and we can work on the anxiety, but we also have to work on the aggression. Also, we can stop the aggression, which will not stop the anxiety. We have two different things going on there, but we can, we can definitely help you. Absolutely. Next. John says, good evening, everyone. Hey, good hey, evening, John. John. How are you? Um, Avi on Rumble says, hi, all. Metal Chick Insta on Rumble. Good evening. And Terry on Rumble says, good. hello, everyone. Hey, how are hey. you? Avi also said, today, people think that the change in climate is abusive. Everything is abusive. I live for abuse. Right. So everybody everybody calls everything abusive. Um, and when you said by the change in the climate, meaning, meaning climate change, right? There's this huge discussion about climate change. And it's just so ironic how there's certain people buying up tons of farmland. So, because they think farm animals lead to um, climate change. Do you know how many cows it would take to change the climate? Like how many living, like living animals have got nothing to do with climate change. Okay. Trust me on this one. Humans fart all and take shifts a lot more than all the cows combined. So climate change is happening, but it's not going to be probably in our lifetime or our kids' lifetime. So, but I'm not getting into a climate change discussion. Next. Let's see. Kimba said, I bought the reactive dog seminar and I really enjoyed it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, there's a, we've got two reactive dog uh, uh, work um uh, not even classes. What are they called? Courses. Courses. <laughs> Courses. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's, no, it's been a long, long day. We just came out of our, our out of our um, five day mastermind five seminar. Five day mastermind, which we're midway through, and um, it's a lot. There's a lot going on. A lot going on. So next. Um, on Instagram, Akaruana, Akaruana. I'm gonna go ahead and say that's how okay. it's said. Dog is not calm when we're about to go on a walk. Okay, so there's you, it's up to you to calm the dog down. So how do you calm a dog down on a walk? We have a walking course. So I recommend you get the walking course at a minimum. Green to graduate, I recommend you get green to graduate. These are all online courses. You will Your life will change. Your life will change. Um, so, but number one, you correct your dog. We did this today, actually. We demo, we demo this today live. We demoed it today live. Um, what you do is as part of our Green to Graduate 2, actually not today live, we, but we did demo getting a dog to be calm before you start a walk. And we did it from a car. So before the dog gets out of the crate, it's in a downstay and it's calm. You open up the door, the dog shouldn't move. And this is, all, by the way, you've done all this training. You've trained all this stuff into the dog before the walk. So we spend three, four days of doing training, which is based on leadership, um, I'm eliminating the dog's arousal and teaching basic obedience before we even walk a dog. And then what you're doing is you're releasing the dog. Dog comes out of the kennel. It's on a, it's on a leash. Immediately goes into a sit or a down and it's calm. You walk it uh, calmly up to the front door and it's calm. And during any of these times when I'm saying, and it's calm, if it's not calm, you would correct it. You would correct it. You can do that with a bonker, with a leash pop, with a remote power stim. And again, you have to know how to do it. And our courses fully show you in, in intense detail how to do it. Then what you do is you open up the front door and you walk out the front door. 
And again, your dog is calm. So every step of the way, your dog is calm. And if any step of the way your dog is not calm, we show you in our courses, and it's no secret, it's just like, but it's extensive, how to calm your dog down. Extensive by meaning it's very detail-oriented, more detail-oriented than I can explain on this show because I got to move through the questions. And then you just do your driveway drills, which are up and down your driveway. So for the first week of training, you're not even going on a walk, but you're doing tons of training. And when I say training, it's real training. It's the training that we do. It's not this just sit for a cookie. In fact, let me just show you a photo right here. Let me just show you a photo right here. Okay. Sorry for Instagram if you can't see this photo. What it is, is this dog Griffin. And he is laying in place in front of my legs. Joelle took the picture and it's in front of a group of people. And he's laying down on a place bed. The dog is doing two four-hour place commands a day. He's in place, not moving for four hours. He takes lunch, he goes to the bathroom, and he does it again for the second four hours. And he's done this for three days in a row. The dog didn't even know what place was 12 days ago. And now he can do it for four hours at a time. And he's not tired. He's not been exercised. So... That's the kind, when I say real dog training, I'm talking about long downstays around distraction, long place commands, and then also a teaching dog to go from high excitement to immediate calmness without being tired. So look what can be done when you know what to do in, in less than two weeks. You can take a dog that doesn't have any training and the dog is right now off-leash trained. And he's a nervous, fearful dog skittish, afraid of a lot of environmentals, and we streamed it. We streamed everything live that we've done with this dog. We've streamed everything live, no editing whatsoever. So the Green to Graduate 2 course is on our, um, Joel will put the link up. It's on Solid Canine Academy, solidcanineacademy.com, and it's called Green to Graduate 2. I also recommend Green to Graduate 1. It will change your life. It's worth the investment. Before you hire a dog trainer, I would get, get a course, get this course and do it yourself. You make dramatic improvements. And if you have to do a, a counsel with me, do a counsel with me, it's still cheaper than a dog trainer. And I will give you an answer. I've been doing this for 20 years. I'm not a social media dog trainer. I'm a real working dog trainer. Next. Nereus says, hey guys, have I missed the live Green to Graduate 2 today? Yes, we went live at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard, but the replay should be up. Probably now. I'm pretty sure Tony already put yeah, it up. Yeah. We did a live. We did a Home Depot. We went to yeah. Home Depot today live. Um, let's see. Sam says, hi, Jeff and Joel. It's great catching you live this evening on Rumble. Glad you're on Rumble, Sam. Sam. Um, let's see. I'm going to I'm gonna try and like keep this fair. So I just did. Well, you can just, just go through some Rumble course questions okay. if you want to. Avi says, ever have an issue with dogs swimming in pool liners? A friend is worried about it. Any suggestions? Um, most dogs, that, most of the pools that I swim dogs in are in gunite pools. But with a liner, you just want to make sure the dog, when you're teaching it how to swim, you keep it away from the sides and it never tries to get out the side. And then you have to probably monitor that dog that it doesn't try to get out the sides because it can tear the liner. But you, most, most dogs that we, that we work, what we do is we, you know, they you throw in the ball and they swim around, keep it away from the side of the side, sidewalls. Keep away from the sidewalls. Keep it in the middle of the pool more. And just monitor the dog. Monitor the dog more. Next. 
Holly says, howdy, it's get from, it's getting warm here in Arizona. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's hot as hell here in Florida. Actually, today it rain, it's been raining for all day long. It's the most rain we've gotten in a long time. Yeah, we needed it. Yep. Um, Instagram Skin Lake says, I second that. What to do with anxiety-driven aggression? We have an Australian shepherd that nips any apprehensive house guests. Okay, again, let's get rid of the word anxiety-driven aggression. Can we just call it your dog's aggression? You're, you have an aggressive dog. It's not anxiety. It's just aggression. So, again, how do you stop your dog from being aggressive. This is what you do. It can't be answered in a 15 second clip. If you truly want to fix it, I recommend doing a one-on-one with me. But this is what you need to do though, is you set it up so you get a friend and you have the dog on a long line. So it can't actually get to the person, but it can still lunge at the person. And when it goes to lunge at the person, you say no and you um, you apply a life-changing, very high e-collar correction. L- large amounts of discomfort preceded with the word no, the dog will understand what they just did was seriously wrong. But that's one small part of 50 things that you need to do. That's why I can't stop it with just a comment like that. There's so much more you need to do with your dog besides that. But there is going to be a very large punisher involved, and it's not mean to do it all. But can we get rid of, please, please, please stop saying anxiety-driven aggression and just call it aggression. Next. Sarah, for a dog that is not on the e-collar, just a prong, when working with reactivity, if the dog is in a down and is looking at a trigger but staying in a down, would I correct by a pop on a prong? If that doesn't break the fixation, would I pop again and then go into a heel and get the dog moving? You would get you would invest in a remote collar because they're not that much money at all. Mm. And you would be able to fix that problem with so much less invasive and so much more effective. But yes, if all you had was a was was a was a, a leash pop, you can do a leash pop. You can also use a bonker, which is a wrapped up towel. And again, proceeded with the word no. Anytime you apply a correction, it's no and then consequence. It's no and then consequence. Social media will tell you you're going to make it worse, but I've done it oh for the last twenty years, never seen it worse. Never seen it worse. But again, that's a small part as well. So stopping leash reactivity is a very small part. In fact, today during the mastermind, we actually did a leash reactivity um, drill with a leash reactive dog. And guess what? The dog never reacted around the triggers with, and we never even addressed the reactivity part. We never stopped. We didn't even have to address it. We might have to at one point, but there's so much we do that precedes it. Like, five minutes worth, but there's so many protocols to proceed to proceed it that that's what I'm, that's why we need time to talk it through. We need time to talk it through, but it's not just one thing. So it's, there's no tip or suggestion. There's, there's actual dog training and um, I'm really, really good at it. I can, I can stop it. So next. Crixis. Hey guys, got green to graduate too. Awesome job. You too, Tony waiting patiently for Jeff's new podcast on rumble. It's going to be fire. Yep. Yep, it'll happen. We've got a brand new podcast. It has nothing to do with dog training. Next. 
Sam says, any concerns with dogs peeing, pooping in the pool or clogging filters with long-haired dogs or dogs farting in the pool affecting climate change? Haha. <laughs> so um, I'm not the only – can dogs pee in the pool? Yes, but not as much as kids do. Poop in the pool, I imagine they could. I've, it's, that, that part's never happened. I don't think I've ever um, seen a dog poop in a pool. And I've never seen a, a dog pee in a pool. Um, but as far as the, the hair, yes, you probably want to get a, um, a liner for your skimmer baskets. They look like pantyhose. You probably want to get a liner for your skimmer baskets. Next. Mm, let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. And also, they, they change the chemical um, composition of your pool dramatically. We just yeah, switched yeah. over, actually, to a saltwater pool here. Let's Next. see. Terry G, found both of your 180 turn videos. Easy to understand. Great explanation. Thank you. Terry said, Griff has made vast improvements. Green Graduate 2 and 1 are amazing for anyone considering any courses. Yep. Thanks, Terry. Thank you. Yeah. And you can still get, you can still get it. Yeah. So if you if you want to fully off leash train your dog step by step with incredible detail and explanation, you can get Green Graduate two, and then you'll be offered Green Graduate one as well. Those two courses will change your life. If you've been struggling with your dog, and you would be surprised what you can eliminate with just the whole philosophy of everything that I preach, and it all starts with basic foundation work just like everything else all my athletes out there all my military folks out there um even people that are in ballet you understand the importance of foundational work and we go over it in extreme detail extreme detail next karen trevor and i say hi thank you joel and jeff for a magnificent day we both learned so much and loved it all awesome thank you guys awesome. glad you're here yes they're both our mastermind students this week. Yep, they're doing great. Um, a lot of them. Kim, hi, Jeff and Joelle. I joined a Facebook reactive dog group that the hold on. The administrator was one of your students from a seminar in Rhode Island. Oh, wow. Finally, a tribe with sense. Wow. I think there are a thousand people on there, and she posts your courses to purchase and videos. Wow. Hey, Joelle, did you get your bonkers? Oh, yeah. Kim, you're so funny. So, yeah, like, wow. What the fuck is this? That's incredible because most reactive dog, this is what the ironic part is. I am incredibly, this is not an ego statement, okay? It's just what I specialize in. Um, I specialize in rehabbing dog aggression. I specialize in, um, you know, training dogs. But I specialize in leash reactivity. I'm really, really good at stopping and eliminating both of those things. And um, ironically, if you mention my name or mention to watch one of my videos in, a, in any of these types of groups, they usually will ban you. They will ban you, which I think is the silliest thing in the world because it's the biggest disservice. It's the biggest disservice that you um, you can do to um, an owner that is struggling. An owner that is struggling. Next. Let's see, Kimba, have you gotten feedback from the dog you're training in Green to Graduate too? Every single day we get feedback. Do you mean like from the owners or from the people in the we course? Get from, we get, we get, the owners are on vacation and they send us private feedback. They've made a couple of public comments, but, you know, they've sent us feedback. But but we also get tremendous feedback from, from the dog. Mm -hmm. From the dog. It's doing great. This was an untrained dog that, that, that it was so afraid they couldn't walk the dog. They couldn't even walk the dog down the street. The dog didn't know any commands. So watch the intake video and then watch the dog today. So there's all the feed yeah, there's all the feedback you need. So even if the even if the owners say, well, geez, you guys are doing a shitty job, I'd be like, no, we're not. 
it's like, it's like, no, we're not. Are you I, sure? So I wouldn't value that feedback because it's not true. It's not true at all. Let's so. see. Rena says, do you think being a dog trainer is compatible with being a stay-at-home mom? I, I'm considering becoming a dog trainer as a career, but I also want to prioritize my kids. So I think, yes, it is. Absolutely. Because you can... Um, have, you can you can work at you can do boarding trains and you can work it around your training around the kids and you can also do one on ones and you can work your schedule around the uh, around the kids. So I think you know starting your own dog training business, which you need to have business skills, human skills are more important, believe it or not, than your dog training skills. Dog training skills though are a given, but the human skills and the business skills and working with being a human teacher are actually more important because you're training family pets next um let's see glennon thoughts on the sound tool forgot the name but it makes a sound to stop for instance barking i had someone suggest it but the philosophy i believe is still the same instilling an inhibitor to stop the unwanted no it's not it's that's not well i shouldn't say that okay that okay it's supposed to be it's a sound and it's supposed to be a punisher but you know how many dogs don't care about that? Also, if you have multiple dogs, now what do you do? Now what do you do if you have multiple dogs? Also, that only works, does it only work on your property? Or are you, are you going to keep it with you wherever you go? So I, whether it works or not, I don't know. I actually don't have an opinion on the actual machine but from a conceptual standpoint i'd rather teach my dog how to just shut up with electronics i'd rather do that or a bark collar i'd rather do that but everybody would think that a bark collar is mean but the sound machine is 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 nicer but really I, 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 don't, I don't think, you know, we're to judge that one. I used outwardly. to have a dog who got scared shitless from the fire alarm. Like if it was the batteries were low yep. and it did that little chirp. Yep. He'd so, freak out and hide. Yep. Next. Doreen, you guys are awesome and always make me smile. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Fireball Fitness is shrapnel effect. Yep. Metal Chick Insta. I think my dog is resource guarding me. Just super attached to me, but I do all the training with him. So I'm the leader in the house. However... When intimate with my husband, the dog is needy and wants my attention. Yep. Guidance on how to start to break that resource guarding. So it's not quite resource guarding because there's no aggression in there, but the dog is definitely overly dependent on you. So number one, um, some part of you deep down inside does enjoy it if, we, if you were being honest with yourself. So teach that dog. We have a video called Out Away From People. Out Away From People. It's free and it's on YouTube. And you can watch that. And that will work. Also, you can teach duration. You should work to teach duration um, place. You can do that as well. You can also um, invest in a kennel and teach your dog how to be in a kennel. You can do that as well. But out away from people, um, the place command and um, creating your dog. You've got three three simple options. You know, right there. And teaching um, all of those commands takes five minutes or less. And then obviously proofing those commands takes you know about a week. About a week to do. Doreen, you guys are awesome and always make me smile. Thank you. Thank Did you. I already read that? Yep. Oh, sorry. Okay. Let's see. Uh, 
Angelia says dog aggression toward other dogs due to past interactions. Is that learned behavior or a reaction to a response? Okay. It's, let's just call it, okay. Doreen, do you want an answer? Do you want me to answer that question or do you want me to tell you how to fix it? And I'm not being snarky or snarky at all. I just say that because what happens is this. If the dog was attacked by another dog, now it's going, well, I'm not going to be attacked by another dog, so I'm going to attack you first. Okay, we can, we, if people are searching for the why, the problem with searching for the why is this. It doesn't give you the answer to how to stop it. It doesn't give the So it doesn't make a difference why. It honestly doesn't. It doesn't matter why the dog. All, all I would care about is stopping the aggression. That's all I would care about. Because how about this? How about if you rehome that dog tomorrow and you didn't tell anybody what was wrong, what was the history of the dog and whoever adopted the dog got the dog and it was aggressive. They wouldn't know the why. So they have to find somebody that knows how to stop aggression. And if anybody is really, really good at stopping aggression, they would want to know what the triggers are, but they don't need to know the, the history of the dog. They don't need to know the history of the dog. Some dog trainers, though, focus on the history of the dog because they want to sound smart. But I'd rather just fix problems. I'd rather just fix problems. Because historically on almost everything, I'm trying to think of what would be, what would matter. But pretty much, I just know how to fix things really well. And I really don't care about why the dog is doing the bad behavior because it's a bad behavior. Unwanted behavior. Next. Um, Idianza says, my six-month-old GSC starts to bark and pull when our older dog leaves the room or mm -hmm. where he is. Is this a correction punishment only situation? So if you want your dog to stop that behavior, step one would be applying a, a correction, a punisher. Yeah. If you want to stop the behavior. All behaviors that you want to stop, step one is always by applying a punisher. All behaviors that you want to stop across the board, and then you can train your dog what you want it to do. But by training your dog what you want it to do and avoiding the punisher, it, it doesn't eliminate the problem. It doesn't, so training more of something doesn't stop the unwanted thing. They'll try to convince you, they meaning social media, they'll try to convince you in the anti-punishment people that, oh, no, 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 no. The dog will always make the better choice. Really? Uh-huh. Really? And your teenagers don't lie to you. Okay. <laughs> Keep believing it. Keep believing it. Next. Uh, Rena says, I watched you guys when I was in eighth grade. Y'all have online courses now? Wow. Yeah, so we, if you go to Solid Canine Academy, solidcanineacademy.com, we've got online courses, and we'll be having lots more coming at you, lots more. The goal is to help as many people as we can around the world because people can't get to us. And now that I'm not doing seminars anymore, I needed a way to be able to help people from everywhere. So online courses it is, and now we're able to actually help even more people because we can sell more courses than we could fit into um, seminars. Next. Let's see. 
Mallory, when I'm working on my dog's aggression reactivity in our apartment and I get him in a down, sometimes he shakes really bad, yep. even if I have his attention on me and not the other dog. Why might this be? Because the dog is aroused and the dog is trying to... Have you ever given up smoking before? Given up drinking? Given up drugs? Given up coffee? Given up coffee before? So the dog is trying really hard not to do the unwanted behavior. This is all part of the messy middle. We show it all the time to a lot of criticism, but most dogs do it as part of the rehab process, part of the rehab process. They shake. So shaking is usually, I mean, the dog could be nervous, but that's okay. Let the dog work through it. Let the dog process through it. Next. Kim says, ha ha, Joel. Um, Robert says, great job, both of you. Thank you. Neria says, how to stop a dog from doing the army crawl when you ask it to down? So you, I imagine it downs and then it starts crawling. So what you do is, if you know what an army crawl is, just it's, it's crawling across the floor in the down position. Um, like soldiers like soldiers do that are trying to crest a hill or stay hidden um, or go underneath the barbed wire. If you don't know what the army crawl is, um, just in case some people don't know what it is. Um, what you do is then you keep a leash on the dog and you can have a prong collar on the dog. And as soon as the dog leaves the down position, which is where you told it to down, you would say no and you would apply a pretty, a pretty firm correction and then bring the dog back. What a lot of people do is they just bring the dog back and they don't apply the correction. And the dog goes, oh, this is fun. So I crawl five feet. I'm brought back crawl five feet, brought back even better. What, what's even better than my owner does is that my owner brings me back, tells me to down again and gives me another treat. Oh, this is really great. So if I crawl five feet, because by the way, people do this. That's why I mentioned it. People will suggest doing this. They'll say to bring the dog back, tell it to down and then give it a, give it a reward. And it's like, no, you give it a correction. So it doesn't crawl anymore. Next. Metal Chick said, um, yes, a little guilty. Need to get our place longer. He will do it, but doesn't have a long stay just yet. So Metal, metal Chickster, uh, what I'm going to ask you is why not when it only takes days? It only takes days. So I'm not trying to shame you at all. I'm not trying to upset you at all, but I'm trying to hold you accountable like I would any client in a polite way that I'm being paid for my services. And I would, I'll write, ask them. It's like, so when a dog comes to us for a boarding train and we're only doing, okay, with, with um, Griff, we're only doing about an hour of training a day and he can do four hour place commands. And he's not tired. He's not tired. He just learned from probably, I don't know, day, day, when did you learn place? Day two? Day three of training? Mm -hmm. Day two. And now he knows to do duration. He can do five hours, probably can do six hours, but we just have a lunch break at, after four hours. Next. Um, Tori says, hi, Jeff. Would you be so kind to provide advice on how to advocate for your dog in public? You have to, do, first of all, you don't have to ask me so nicely. Um, but, but, I know, it was but, but very kind. yeah, but what do you mean by advocate? You have to give, can you give me an example? So could, uh, do you mean having people pet, 
the dog and you want people to pet the dog, having dogs come up to your dog and you want your people, dogs to come up to your dog. Like, what, can you please be more specific about advocating for your dog in public? Okay. Don't have it wear a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. That's advocating for your dog in public. I don't know. I Like, what do you want? What, what do you want? Help me out. Help me out. Magic Water Dog. We came to your workshop in New Jersey. Very leash reactive. He's an avid hunter. Kills small animals, squirrels, birds, etc. Um, random outbursts. For example, let me see. Recently, a girl was petting him. He always enjoys people, kids. Suddenly, he lunged at her, growled. I couldn't see anything in the environment, but it was so random. All right. So he was. You probably couldn't see anything in the environment. How about if I told you that the petting, the petting was the trigger. The petting was the trigger. So the petting got him over aroused and made him lunge. Maybe he wanted the petting to stop. Maybe he doesn't enjoy petting as much as you think he enjoys petting. So a lot of times you don't see anything in the environment because a lot of times owners are caught up in enjoying seeing their dogs happy. And trust me, I like to see my dogs happy too. Don't get me wrong. But when you take your eye off the ball and you're not actually looking, with the same eyeballs that I would be looking. So if you send me a video, I would be able to be like, boom, right there. Your dog's gonna lunge. Your dog's gonna lunge. So you can all you can always not let people in public pet your dog. It's not mean to do. My dog loves people, but people don't pet my dogs in public. And if I had a known, if I had a dog that that lunged at somebody while it was getting getting petted, it would be responsible actually not to let people pet your dog. Next. Let's see. Akrawana says, sounds great. Thank you, Jeff. Green to graduate too. Will do. Awesome. Awesome. It's a great course. Probably yep. our most complete to date, actually. Yeah. Um, Corey Miller, Jeff is the man. I followed his methods for my German Shepherd, and people are always amazed at how well-behaved he is. Only three commands he knows is come, place, and down, but has mastered them. Not much else you yeah. need. Yeah. I mean, a good heel, a good heel if you want to, but if you live out in the country and you don't heal your dog and it's always off-leash... Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it's it's actually not that difficult to train your dog to a higher level. And I'm a family pet dog trainer, and it's to get your dog to be trained the same as a service dog for public access. A true, a real service dog, by the way, not a fake one, but a real service dog that can do public access and to behave that well in public, everybody can do that with their own personal dog. Um, and they can do it with our course or there's thousands of dog trainers that are capable of doing it. There's tens of thousands of dog trainers that can't even train your dog in a sterile environment, but there's thousands of dog trainers that actually can that do what I do. That do what I do. There's a lot of good dog trainers out there. Next. Um, Avi says you're slacking, Joel. I haven't seen you elbow Jeff yet. LOL. Is that incitement of abuse? He's been getting it all day at Mastermind, so I guess I'm taking it easy tonight. Yeah, plus she just worked out, so she's probably a little bit tired. Definitely. Plus, tired. I'm not saying anything worthy of an elbow. Yeah. Yeah. He's calm tonight. Yep. Um, Lemimi the pug. Suggestions for dog who goes after other dogs that are around when corrected on higher levels on e-collar. Mm -hmm. Not my dog. Example, stopping playing too rough or bugging my other dog when playing chuck it. So number one, teach your dog the out command, the out command, which would mean move away from. So if your dog is sheriffing, um, 
you can have it out and that means get away from the other dog. And the other one would, would be is if you correct a dog in high levels, it's readers that redirecting on the That's other what dog. It sounds like. It sounds like the dog's redirecting. Keep the dog on a leash with a um a uh dominant dog collar on it and when if it would go after your other dog you lift your dog up in the air like that as a secondary cor- secondary correction secondary punisher for doing that for doing that next um let's see pam dog understands cs doesn't mind the e-collar being put on knows more freedom outside with it on yeah so hopefully, Pam, it's been a while. Hopefully the dog understands more than CS. I'm going to call you on that because um, I know you've been working with the course for a while. CS doesn't take that long to do. And as far as like doesn't mind putting the collar on, your dog shouldn't. Dogs should love putting their e-collar on. They should love putting the e-collar on. E-collars are wonderful. E-collars are wonderful, wonderful, wonderful tools. Wonderful tools. They are wonderful training tools. They can, they are, they are social media Certain parts of social media will scare the hell out of you and they will imply that you're abusing your dog, you're shocking your dog, the dog only listens because it either doesn't want to get shocked or because you did shock it. Um, you, you're, you're, you're training with fear. Um, uh, the, do- you know, the dog is always going to be afraid of you. You're going to destroy your relationship with your dog. It's like all the, like so much of that, not all, because you're utilizing, leveraging fear to stop and want to behavior actually is a powerful motivator when you know how to do it. Um, but, but I can whisper with an e-collar. I could, I could shout with an e-collar. I can teach all my basic obedience commands. I can teach advanced obedience commands and I can stop almost every unwanted behavior with in, with an e-collar. There's so much that I can do. It's a communication device. The bottom line is though, you need to understand dog training no matter what tool you use. If you use a clicker and food, you still need to understand dog training. You still need to understand dog training. Without without it, you'll have none of those things. Next. Um, let's see. Um, here's another one from Pam. I have a dog that has whining, barking problem, and dialing up down on remote makes her bark more. Am I just not doing it right? Possibly. Possibly. I'd have to see video. You might want to do a one-on-one. There's an art to it. An art to, there's an art to stopping whining. Whining, believe it or not, biting can be easier to stop than whining. That's the truth. Aggression can be easier to stop than fear. Like nervous, fearful dogs. We have dogs that are nervous and fearful, not aggressive. They're nervous. They're fearful. They're afraid of everything. That can be more difficult to rehab than an aggressive dog. Next. <clears throat> metal chicks this said appreciate the tough love i focus way more on our obedience while out on a walk because we are reactive that's fine just haven't held them as a kind of inside we'll get it so so um who said that metal chicks so metal chicks this metal chicks i'm proud of you and but can i let also let you know that if so our green graduate course doesn't address um leash reactivity or aggression i'm pretty sure she's in the leash reactivity course okay i think in, but if you do the interior obedience, which will be carried out exterior, but if you just do interior obedience to a high level, meaning you demand a lot of your dog and there's consequences for not listening once the dog is trained and you've got a really good um, leadership skills going on and you hold your dog accountable for everything, you would be surprised how all of your exterior unwanted behaviors just 
either are diminished or are very simple to stop. You would be amazingly, it's amazing to see how easy a lot of other things are, are to stop. Next. Three, two, one, and me when walking and she goes to my right, I'm doing the step jotting over. So she's on my left and wondering if it's important that I jot over in front of her rather than behind. Yeah. If you're talking about spatial pressure, you should always be in front. Is that what she's talking about? Or is she just talking about, no, moving, no. Dog's on her right, and she's, it sounds like she's moving over to the other side of the dog instead of bringing the dog out in front of her. Oh, I see. So, number one, I would reinforce the left-sided heel. And the way you can do that is by you walking up against a wall. You're on the right side, and the wall is on your right, and the dog can't get to the left. And then that will help you then focus on the left-hand side left-hand side if that's what you're talking about if you're just talking about the dog randomly just going to your right side instead of staying on your left so i don't think you're talking about the dog forging ahead no so um but it's like does it matter if you swing the dog around in front and reposition it or just put the leash behind your back i I would prefer to have the dog just move over behind my back next um let's see Nerea said, thanks, Jeff. When is the last day of Green to Graduate 2 live? I think we're going to do a um, wind-down Q&A, and then that's about it. And then we'll have some maybe um, – we'll have to ask, see if the owners want to be filmed at the go-home. We might just – but we're not going to do it live, though. But we might throw some stuff up there from that and then throw it up. Or some clips from the go-home. We might throw that up. But it's pretty much – But well, I it's think, pretty much done. I think um, – Maybe tomorrow night, Thursday night, um, maybe we'll do a quick 30-minute Q&A. Um, we'll talk about that after the, we'll talk about this after this after the podcast. But pretty much, pretty much it's done. Pretty much it's done. JW says Australia in the house. Oh, nice. Hey, hey Australia. Australia. Hey, we were just talking about Australia. Right I want to go this. to Australia. Yeah, was, Australia is beautiful. Um, let's see. Avi says Freya licks it when I take it off. When I take it off, loves it because she knows it means awfully freedom. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dogs should love the dogs should love their e collars. They really, they really, really should. They really, really should. Let's see. Hold on. Um, Angelia said yes. You're correct. He was attacked first, yep. so I know. I feel like he tries to control the situation. Yep. yep. So, see, that's why. See, that's why I knew that. Like, that's why I know what happened doesn't matter because I already knew like why he probably got aggressive. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, yes, I can help you, but not in a 15-second answer. There's so much involved. There's so many things involved. If you truly, truly, truly want to stop it, eliminate it. There's so much involved. All right, let's see. Julia says, totally agree. Started my GSD with Jeff at six months. People are always amazed at how well-trained she is. Oh, thank you. Brittany said, what time is Green to Graduate 2 tonight? I missed it. We, we already did it today at 2, at 2, 2, 2 p.m. Yeah. 2 p.m. We did it at Home Depot, and you can probably it's probably in your portal. It's already up. It's on yeah. your portal, yeah. Um, let's see. Metal chicks said, "I'm not in the least reactive course, but need to be." Oh, I thought you were in there for some yeah. reason. Yeah, I would go in green to graduate if you're looking for duration, more duration work. We have a bundle though, I think, with green to green. Yeah, we have a green bundle, the green to graduate least reactive bundle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your money. Yep. Um, Holly says, I have a client who's still having on off issues with her dog overreacting on walks when she's holding the leash, but almost never when she's dragging a long line, fully e collar trained. 
Yeah, we we had a lot of dogs like that. They mm-hmm. do better. They do better with no leash in the hand than they do with a leash in the hand. So, um, what do you mean by the on off though? Energy wise? No, on off issues. Like it's random. Sounds like. What are the issues? Re- overreacting on the walk. Oh 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 oh. So she won't react when the dog's dragging a line, but if she's holding the leash, the dog will react. Right. So it could be that she's tensing up on the leash. When so it could be, I'd have to see a video, but it could be that when she sees another dog, the owner gets nervous and tenses up on the leash a little bit. Yeah. And that tenseness of the leash, it's not that her her being tense is like flows through the leash, but it's more about the action that it's opposition reflex and it activates the dog to then go into reactivity. That's that's possibly the reason why. Next. Brittany said, all the BS, you're right. Stopping unwanted behavior and seeing it work makes all the bullshit mean nothing to me to live a great life with my dog. Yeah, that's all people want. I, I'm such a, I'm more of, I'm, you know, I come across sometimes as cold, uncaring, um, but it's the opposite. I care so much. I don't want to waste people's times, time by getting into this long, drawn-out history of your dog. And because when it, when it, when it boils down to it, I'm sorry. It really doesn't matter. Like, we know how to train obedience and stop bad behaviors. And I can do it with a dog that you just hand me the leash to. And you can just, you don't even have to tell me what the problems are. I'll figure them out as I go. I'll figure them out as I go. I'm like, oh, you're leash reactive. Oh. You do redirect on humans. Oh, you don't know any obedience commands. Oh, you lunge at dogs. Oh, wow. I muzzled you up and you attacked a dog. Wow. Okay. There you go. There's there's the problems. So I can if I can figure out all the dogs' problems. Oh, you're you you whine too much in the crate. Oh, you try to break out of crates. Like I don't need to be told. Any good trainer can do this. Any good trainer can do this. Next. Well, Nessie says, I have good results with Behavior Mod, but my results don't transfer and don't last. I don't have the skills to relate to owners. The dog behaves only when I'm around or while in board and train. So the art of being a really good dog trainer is being able to teach humans stuff without extensive knowledge of dogs. So you need to get the dog up to correction level. Because you don't want to rely on your relationship with the dog because you can't pass on your relationship with the dog. Keep that in mind. That's why. That's why. It happens to us too. Dogs are always better behaved with us. Owner will bring the dog in for boarding. Um, and they'll, they, we haven't seen them for six months. And they'll be like, oh my gosh, the dog is doing this again and this again and this again. And as soon as the dog, the owner drives into our parking lot, this was back up in Rhode Island, the dog would be like, what the fuck? They could they could tell the dog had already changed just by being on our property. Then they walk in the door and we grab the leash and they could tell the dog has changed. And then they'll be like, how was the dog? The dog was fine. Did it whine in the crate? No. Oh my gosh, it whines in the crate every night. Not with us, it doesn't. Because it knows it's not it knows it's not allowed to. Dogs get away with what they can get away with so you need to teach so it also could be though an owner slacking so you need to be able to communicate with the owner and respectfully call the owner out and say listen are you following all of my rules and all of the protocols and are you doing all of your follow-up training 
Because if you think you can just give the dog to me, pay me money, I train the dog, give it back to you, and it's going to just listen and you know listen forever without you doing any of the work and you, the human, changing the relationship with the dog to a relationship that the dog actually believes you on stuff, it's not going to work. So you need to be really, really good at training people and understanding people. That, that's, that's the magic of a good dog trainer is to be able to be a really good human teacher. Next. Let's see. Um, Pam, Pam says I have a one-on-one scheduled next week. Oh, awesome, Pam. Talk to you next week. Bailey B., when would you use a bark collar as opposed to just manually correcting with an e-collar? I'm constantly correcting on e-collar, not so much for barking, but for growling at strangers. Well, an e-collar uh, won't pick up growling. Yeah, so when would I use a bark collar? When I'm not home. Yeah, that's when I would. That's when I would use a bark collar when nobody's home. Bark collars are, are great for for when no humans are around. How do, how do you stop barking? Here's a great question: How do you stop barking when nobody's in, in the house? You need you need a remote device. That's what a bark collar is. But the growling, though, when I when you say you stop the growling with an e collar, I would like to know your step by step protocols on what levels you do it and what's your timing, and then also. Are you holding your dog accountable on everything else in the day? What's the rest of the day look like? Does the dog take you serious or not? So it stops it in the moment, but it does it next time. That will tell me that the dog doesn't believe you, um, that you're underwhelming the dog, um, um, and you might not be holding the dog accountable and everything else. That's what's great about holding the dog accountable for everything and putting a great leadership and structure program together for your dog, that a lot of this other stuff is easier than to eliminate. But I would say you're probably underwhelming your dog on your corrections. Next. E. Price, how can I stop my dog from whining, howling in his kennel at night? He does well with place command or when he's in his kennel and we're in sight. When right. we're not in sight, he's so loud. Right. So um, you get a uh, remote collar or shock collar. They're all the same thing. And you would then, um, the dog barks and you could use tone, the tone function for your no function. And then you would correct your dog. And you do it with a camera showing so you can have a camera set up so you can see exactly how your dog responds to it. So you can then work the dog remotely. Um, the Omar Phoenix is just saying hi, y'all. Hey. hey, hey, how are you? Um, Niria, when I correct my dog on the prong, it cries. Am I popping too hard? Um, most likely not. Because I've had to give some pretty strong corrections to dogs. And most likely way more stronger than you have. So your dog might be doing it just to manipulate you. Um, or your dog might be doing it because... It's um, overly aroused, and that's the shrapnel effect of not doing the bad behavior is the whining, is the whining. Next. Um, Vega Kilo says, how often do you do these Q&As? I do these every Wednesday and Friday. This is number, I've been doing it for about But 50. normally we don't stream on Instagram. Right, so it's our probably... first time, this is our first time on Instagram though. But I've been doing this for about 16 years, so... Yeah, but every I'll be on Instagram now every Wednesday and Friday. I don't know why I never just streamed out on Instagram as well. Probably because now we've got we're on Rumble. We have three. We have to look at three different three different screens to get all, to answer all our questions. And it's and Instagram. It's always hard because you've got to scroll through. Yeah, you know, with your finger. Yeah. Um, Haley's comment on Rumble. As a new trainer, I'm having a hard time with the people training part. 
especially with more experienced dog owners, they don't listen or believe me, even when I'm the one who understands dog training. So non-client. So it sounds like a non-client. Experienced dog owner does not mean dog trainer. FYI. Yeah. So if they're, but they came to you for help. Right. They hired you. So if they're so experienced, tell them to fix the problem themselves. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you can fix the problem, but they're experienced and you know you can fix the problem. And if they're and if they're not believing you, why are you working with them? Why are you working with them? So you might be just picking the wrong clients. Just keep in mind, it's not your it, you know, we don't have to work with everybody. I turn a lot of people down, not because I can't train their dog. But I just don't think they're the right clients. People have to understand that, you know, I'm here to help. It's a team. I teach, you listen, I coach, you do. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can ask questions, but but I'm also like, I, I know I know how to train and rehab your dog, and I'm here to coach. So we can chit chat as much as you want, but I'm on the clock. So let's just train, but. You also might not be being assertive enough. You might not be being assertive enough. So you also might be um, too accommodating. You might also be, um, you're letting people intimidate you. So if you're, if you're new, it's, you know, working with clients can be intimidating. But if you know your stuff and if you can train up a dog and you can fix stuff. You need to then learn how to speak up. You need to learn how to speak up. You need to learn how to be assertive, which is hard for a lot of people because we feel they're like, well, maybe then they'll get upset with me, mad at me. Maybe they won't want me to train their dog. And all those things are like, okay, then be mad at me. Then be upset with me. Then fire me. Okay. That, all that, all that's fine. That's not what I want, you know, but it's like, Okay. I might not be the trainer for you. So, but you might just have, you might just have a setting the tone with a client problem. So, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're doing a one hour training session and they're always on their phone, are you capable? Who's, who is this? So Haley's comment. comment. If you were doing a one-on-one and a client was always on, on their phone are you able to say, excuse me, during this hour that I have with you, can you please not use your cell phone? Are you able to do that? Yes or no? Comment below. You're on um, Rumble. Rumble. So comment in Rumble if you're able to do that. So let's see how assertive you, you're capable of being. What thought, what feelings and thoughts go through your head when I, tell you, when I ask you to do that? To ask them to do that if you're capable of doing that. What else? Um, Eddie Anza says how to train a six month old GSC to have more of a gentle mouth when receiving treats food from hand. So, um, what you can do is any age dog, any age dog. So you can do a couple of things. You, number one, you can put food in your hand. You can put your hand out and if the dog is rough with it, you can say no, take the bonker and just bonk. You don't even have to release it from your hand. It's a cotton towel. It won't hurt the dog. A lot of people think bonkers are cruel, bonkers are mean. Meanwhile, thousands and thousands and thousands of dog trainers and 
hundreds of thousands of owners are bonking dogs successfully. So you just taught the dog that that was wrong. Well, how about if the dog doesn't want to take food from my hand anymore? It might not that day, but eventually it will. It eventually will. Don't worry. Next. Um, let's see. Will you be doing another live Green to Graduate course? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, we, you we'll know, do more live courses, but probably not another green to graduate right. live. We might do a live, you know, leash reactivity course. Mm-hmm. We might do that. We might do that. But we got a bunch of live courses that were that, that I want to do. A bunch of them. Because, it's definitely a different because experience. I like I like people seeing the transparency of it all. Yeah. I like people seeing it's like, nope, this is actually how it's done. Mm-hmm. No editing. This is literally, you are seeing how it's done. And a lot of dog trainers won't do that. No, sir. No, 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 no. They won't do it. Because then they can't lie to you anymore. Then they, then, they, then, then now that now they sound like I do. And that's the last thing they want. Oh, we can't sound like Gelman, even though we do exactly what he does. Or even people are, do like some really nasty stuff. They don't want you to see. But 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 I'm but I love being transparent. I'll show you everything I do. I'll show you every single thing I do. I've done it. What do you think I did in my seminars? In my seminars, I showed everything. Literally, I showed you how to stop aggression right in my seminars. I I I I didn't hide a thing. Didn't hide a thing. What else? Um, let's see. Three twenty one of me said I got the fearful dog course while the fifty percent off still applies for my sister, but I'm excited to watch it too. Awesome. Nice. Proud of you. That was nice of you to get it for your sister. Is there a specific bark collar we recommend? Um, I like actually eCower Technologies. eCower Technologies has a um ultra sensitive, ultra sensitive um bark collar and also has an odometer on it. And the thing about the odometer is it tells you how many times it was activated. So let's say you're gone for an hour and it was activated 30 times. Obviously, it's not set high enough because that means it was the bark dog barked 30 times in that hour. So that means that um it's set too low. So you bump it up a level. And then the next time you come home, it's like the dog barked 10 times. Well, that's better. That could be the right number, but maybe go up one more. Yeah, one more. Usually, you, a lot of times when, it, as soon as the collar goes on, the dog just doesn't bark. Even if it was turned, even if the collar was turned off, the dog just knows. Okay, Javier, what is your take on families who are all in with their dogs training, but have that one who will not follow through with the training like everyone else. Would you still proceed with helping them? Um, how old is that human? How old? Is it a child or an adult? Sounds like it's probably an adult. So it's probably the husband. Well, it says families who are all in. Right. So maybe it's like the grandma. Could be. Because a lot of this women, it's a huge problem with husbands. It's like, come on, guys. Man up. Um, it's eight. Did uh, Haley's comment get back to us? She said, I'm definitely not assertive enough. Been working on confidence. We're getting there. Great. Spend spend a week with me. Okay. Working with me, I assure you, you'll have confidence. What do you think may turn this freaking animal around into an, a confident dog trainer? She had confidence, but. Who are you talking about? Me? You're talking about you. Oh. Yeah. I don't yep. train dogs. <laughs> Give me a break. You're great at training dogs. Give me a break. All right, guys, we got to go. It's eight o'clock. We got a lot to do tonight still. Madly in love with all of you. Thank you all so much for tuning in on Rumble, on Facebook, oh, on Instagram. Instagram, on YouTube. And um, you know what we can do? I just realized but our screens will be so filled up. We can actually put in our Instagram on um, on our 
Oh, it's like overwhelming. On a laptop. That's what I mean. I know. That's what I mean. So we can also get a, a separate screen instead of our cell phone, though, too. Mm. All right. All right, everybody. Madly in love with you. Take care. Good see night, all, See all of you later. Bye-bye.